everything you do, we all are interrupting someone else. Like no matter how good you are, no matter how amazing you are, you are interrupting. Like that's, you just have to accept that fact. But it's the quicker that you go from an interruption to getting their attention is how you become more influential, right? Closing that gap of being able to show like, whoa, what's in it for me? And they hear that right away or they like you right away. That's going to make it a lot easier for you, a lot simpler, and you're going to be more excited to do it. In a world where there's so much noise and information, one podcast is on a mission to cut the fluff and get strategic. A place where you receive the latest tips to expanding your leadership, optimizing your business, and ways to become a truly peak performance human. Now, get ready as your host, Jake Havron, is here to help you live the strategic life. So at the time of recording this podcast here, it's been a crazy past 10 days. Uh, we actually just got back from Ed Milet's event the past weekend. Emily and I, we were there in North Carolina uh, as a private event, a couple hundred people, and it was for his book launch and got to see and meet uh, Ed himself, E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher, our good friends John Gordon and Catherine Gordon. Uh, we got to see Dean Graziosi. There was just so many amazing speakers there. And that was just amazing. If you haven't been to a live event yet, find a way to get there, uh, especially if you're listening to this, I already know that you have abilities to serve and give, and there's nothing more than selling uh, yourself, selling your your energy, selling your your belief, your passion, and people feel that, right? It's, it's not the same doing it on a phone call or Zoom call. It does the job, but you're missing out on a lot on that. So that was amazing. And then right before that, literally... I had to fly home the night before and then wake up at 4 a.m. to go to North Carolina. But before that was doing this optimizing influence and sales workshop for uh, two real estate teams up in Northern California. And they're basically the top teams in the Central Valley, uh, Daniel Del Rio and Aaron West. And it was just absolutely amazing to serve their team together, doing about $370 million and growing in production a year. Um, about 30 people there, and it was an eight-hour workshop. And what we did there, and I wanted to teach you today, uh, is how to optimize influence. And one of the areas, there's a whole 10-step process to this. And I take all the knowledge personally from people that I've learned from, such as Tony Robbins, Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street, uh, from Chris Voss, you know, the FBI negotiator, and so many other people. And I, I funnel it down into this this program, this, this training, this workshop that no matter what industry you're in, you can get results from this. And one of the areas that is so important that we're going to dive into today is making contact and building instant rapport with people. And there's this, this works for both in person, this works for on social media, this works for when you're doing a cold call, um, an email, obviously email might be a little tough, but a cold call would be great. So definitely listen into this one because I think there's going to be some specific examples that could really just be the game changer for you. And it would definitely was for the team uh, the, the these realtors started to get different ideas to build rapport, to make contact, to get attention right away, because this is a key principle I learned is one of the reasons why people don't want to make contact to pick up the phone, maybe have call reluctance, maybe they're afraid to talk to people is because in their head, they feel like they are an interruption. And the truth be told is that everything you do, we all are interrupting someone else. 
Like no matter how good you are, no matter how amazing you are, you are interrupting. Like that's, you just have to accept that fact. I hope you're hearing me on this, but it's the quicker that you go from an interruption to getting their attention is how you become more influential, right? Closing that gap of being able to show like, whoa, what's in it for me? And they hear that right away or they like you right away. That's going to make it a lot easier for you, a lot simpler, and you're going to be more excited to do it. So just get very clear on that, that everyone is interrupting, you know, me listening to podcasts or you listening to this podcast, I'm interrupting your day. So how do I get your attention? How do I make sure that you're understanding this? That's my goal, right? I want to close that gap. But when I'm meeting new people as well, it's the same thing. So what I wanted to talk about today is this acronym. It's a six letter acronym that gives you different ideas and to remind yourself of different uh, tools and modalities to create contact and to create interest right away. And what I like to call it is you want to create sparks within this connection because when you create a spark, it's going to catch fire, right? So the more sparks you could create, the more fire and the more energy that will come up right away. And that's the acronym is it's called sparks. So whether you're driving on the treadmill, you know, taking notes right now, make some mental mental notes and remind yourself of the word sparks, S-P-A-R-C-S, not K-S, C-S. I wish I could find a... um, a word with the K, the C will work for now. So let's dive into that. So the S, remember, this is for when you connect with people and this is to shorten and tighten that gap of being an interruption to getting people's attention. So this is going to be good ways to do it. Number one, the S, it's quite obvious, but I got to get very detailed on here is a smile, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, Jake, like (laughs) a smile, really? I'm about to turn this off. This is vanilla. No, 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 no. Trust me. You want to listen to this. Because I've seen a lot of people that they, when especially they're meeting someone that is of big significance or they're really trying to build their attention or they're doing those calls or they are walking up door to doors. I've seen even some of the most successful salespeople, they forget to smile because they're so in the moment. They're thinking about you know, the situation so much that actually their face gets a little serious. And, and I've actually had to learn this myself because when I do training, Or sometimes even when I speak on this podcast, and if you're listening on YouTube, sometimes I get serious and I forget to smile, right? So if you're doing that when you first meet someone, what's that impression you're giving off, right? A smile is so simple, but it's having that that nice charismatic smile. It's not too big and cheesy, but it's not too fake and, and insincere. It's just that nice smile and a glimmer in your eyes. It's like you're looking at your best friend. So when I meet people, I I treat them and I I put in my mind that this is my best friend I'm meeting. And sometimes I'm completely like nervous inside, but I don't let that show outside. And the smile is really cool too, because you're already inducing the law of reciprocity. You're giving a smile, which what happens when you give a smile? What happens when you see someone else smiling? What are you going to do? Your likelihood or chances of smiling is very high. You're probably going to be smiling too, because you have these things in your brain called mirror neurons. And you're reflecting what you see in your environment. So if you see someone smiling, especially they come up to you and you didn't even hear a single word from them, you're probably going to smile too, which is the first step. It's that micro uh, step of creating reciprocity. Okay, so number one is smile. All right, so the second part of Sparks is present. So when you are meeting someone for the first time, if you're in sales, if you're, you're selling a product, You want to present something. You want to present a visual. You want to present a 
uh, a paper of some sort, information, being able to present something when you meet with people is an amazing way to immediately grab their attention. Remember, the goal is to grab their attention so you don't be an interruption anymore. So when you go up to them and you say, hey, um, you know, you introduce yourself or you make the connection, you're probably still going to smile. You have a thing that you can show, right? So if you're in the financial market or financial industry, you're going to show something about numbers or you're going to show a diagram, right? If you're um, in the health and wellness space, you're going to have a product or a sample. It's just literally something tangible that you can present that's going to grab their attention. The third part is ask, right? This is the A of the sparks. You want to ask a question. When you ask a question, you're going to induce the law of reciprocity, which is when you ask that question, they're most likely going to give an answer. Now, if you ask a bad question, you're going to get a bad answer and it's not going to be a good start. So don't ask, uh, don't ask a binary question. What does that mean? Binary question is a yes or no, a this or that, a black or a white. It doesn't lead to anywhere. So if you say, you know, uh, how long have you been here? They're going to say two hours, right? Or, um, you know, what's your name? Oh, it's Jake. That's a terrible question. But if you go up to someone and say, hey, I just, I just got to say, like, I'm, I just, I saw you over there or, hey, I'm here representing so-and-so real estate. And I just have a quick question, if you don't mind me asking, um, how long have you been at this house? Or, you know, wh what made you move into this area? So you're just really getting more information and you're allowing that law of reciprocity to start to kick in. And also, if you ask a really good quality question, because you know the person or know about the person enough in the sense of what area they live in or what's the event. So you probably know the background of them or if you've did a little research on social media because you're going to go meet this person for the first time, you're going to be able to ask a better question. That's just one of the ways that you can be less of an interruption and more of grabbing their attention. The fourth part, this is my favorite one. This is the R. This is referrals. So when you go up and meet someone, you want to bring up the connection through a referral. So actually, a couple of days ago at the event, I met a guy there uh, for the very first time. I've heard of his name multiple times. And I was like, saw him there. And I was like, I need to connect with him. I want to connect with him. And so the first thing I did it's so funny because I just came from the workshop training on this. So I was like, literally, I'm implementing this. It's, it's I'm practicing what I preach is the very first words I said is like, hey, are you so-and-so? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I was like, you know, I was just up with X, Y, and Z and, you know, so-and-so's name. And they were, you know, talking about you or they said great things about you or, um, you know, just bringing in that name of who you know is where you're going to build that connection because it's a mutual Right. So maybe I'll, if you weren't up with that person that, you know, or you were with them, you'd be like, oh, my gosh, you know, so and so is saying things about you in the best way possible. And I was actually talking with them the other day or, you know, I was at an event recently with them and I just I knew that was you and I had to come up and connect with you. You build a lot more rapport because you now had a referral. And we know that third party edification or word of mouth or referrals are the most powerful form of influence because it bridges that gap of who are you to who are them. It's that person in the middle. So a referral is a great way to quickly get out of being from an interruption to getting their attention. And that conversation, by the way, went on for like a half hour and we had a, had a great, great connection and we're you know, going to continue to connect. So that obviously played out well. The fifth part of Sparks is compliment. 
Now there's a three-step process. And this was actually very profound when I taught the, the, the sales team and the, the real real estate team about the compliment. There's a three-step process to this because if you just compliment without doing the step two or step three, you'll come off almost insincere and it'll be more of flattery. You don't want to be flattering people because that's when they say, this guy just says this to anyone or this woman is just, you know, trying to just, uh, you know, build rapport. Like it's obvious. So with a compliment, number one is you want to state the compliment. You want to find something unique about them, find something different, not the typical things. If they have, um, you know, if they have beautiful blonde hair and you already know that probably everyone compliments on that, don't say it, find something unique. You know, my, my significant other, Emily, she's really good at this. When we were at the gas station, we were, we were traveling in California a couple of weeks ago. And I noticed she's so good at complimenting other women. And it's so amazing. And we were at the gas station and this woman behind, probably in her early 20s, she really didn't want to be there. You could just tell maybe her day was bad. Who knows? But Emily comes up as we're checking out and she sees her nails and she's like, Oh my gosh, girl, your nails are beautiful. Like, where, where'd you get those? Where'd you get those at? Or where'd you get those done? Or, or what's the style? And you could just see the way she lit up. Like this, this girl's, this woman's day was made. And it was such a genuine compliment. And, and Emily actually does really, really good with that. Or the eyelashes, right? And obviously, if you're, if you're a guy and you're meeting a woman for the very first time, especially business-wise, maybe that's not the proper compliment. But maybe compliment them something about their, you know, their, uh, their energy or uh, the way they show up or the way that, you know, you've heard maybe something about them. So you want to state the compliment. That's number one. The second part of a very, very good compliment is you want to justify it, right? So if going back to that nail compliment, you say, girl, those, those nails are amazing. I have never seen a style like that. Or it's been a long time since I've seen that color on someone look so good. That's justifying it. It just adds a little extra oomph to it. So it doesn't sound like it's flattery, right? If you're going to compliment someone's energy and say, I just got to say your energy is just amazing. I could feel it over here and there's no one else in this room that has it like that, right? You're justifying it. It just gives that extra depth to it. So it feels real. And then the third part of the compliment, this is the thing that really stood out for a lot of these real estate uh, realtors is you want to immediately ask a question. So when you give that compliment, you justify it, you got to wrap it up with a question because it almost sinks it in and, and, and solidifies the concrete. So then that way they're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So you say, girl, those, those nails are amazing. I've never seen a style like that before. Like, where'd you get those done? Or how long have you had those? That alone now sinks the whole compliment in. And now they're reaffirming it because they're answering about the compliment. And it's a great way to start, right? Or the energy thing. Your energy is amazing. Uh, I could just see it across the room. I could feel it. There's no one else in here like that. It's just like you have a good vibrancy to you. Have you when like have you always been like this or like like what do you do to get that right? You see how that question comes in. Really, really good way to get a compliment. And so when you start off with a compliment, you're going to go straight away from being an interruption to then getting their attention. And the final sixth part of sparks and creating sparks with this connection that you originally make is startle. Now you're like startle. What is that? What do you mean? We're scaring people? No, not quite. Actually, let me give you an example of how this really worked. So there is a woman that I connected, connected with, and she's very, very uh, connected in the space of just 
celebrities and, and influencers and speakers and all these people. And I did some research on her. Now, you always want to prepare when you connect with people, right? Takes 45 seconds, search up their social media, search up their name on Google, you'll find some info, but dig deep a little bit. And I found out that there's a day that was named or uh, made in memory of her uh, by the mayor of her town. And I was like, wow, that is pretty cool. How come I never heard about this? And I actually saw the day when we were connecting was not that long before. It was about two weeks before when we connected now. It was a phone call, right? So this could happen on a phone call too. And so we get on this call and I was like, okay, how am I going to startle her? Right. Was, and it's very unique in these situations that use this. But for this one, I was like, okay, this works. So let's just say her name was Susie, right? I'm just going to uh, just cover the name for now. Her name is Susie. I got on the phone and right away she was like, hey. And I was like, Susie. I was like, you didn't tell me about this. Like, literally, these are the first words we said. Talk about, she probably was like, what is going on? So I was like, Susie, you did not tell me about this. And she was like, uh, what, what, are you ta- what are you talking about? I was like, you have a day in memory of who you are in your town and you didn't even tell me about this and it was just a couple of weeks ago? Where do you think that conversation went? She went from being startled to, you know, obviously it wasn't a bad thing, but that's part of building that rapport to an incredible conversation. She laughed. She was like, oh my gosh, yeah, actually, I forgot about that. Yeah, thanks for the reminder. And I was like, that's amazing. I gave, then I gave her a very genuine compliment and I really backed it up. I justified it. And I asked her a question. I was like, I was like, how long ago was that? Or how did you get that? Um, and I also asked, I was like, how did, how did you get that to be? And then she gave me the whole story. Just right away, it took it from being a quick interruption to building that trust and getting her interest. So startle, think about ways that you can startle people in a fun, you know, playful, charismatic way that you can maybe make a joke or um, have something that you already know what the answer will be, but you, you give them the question where they're like, wait, wait, what, why is he asking that? Why is she asking that? And then you startle them and now they're like, oh, this is this, he's charismatic. People love people that can change their state in a good way. I mean, think about it. Your best friend, why are you best friends with them? You're probably best friends with them because every time you hang out with them, they make you feel better. They make you laugh. They make you feel comfortable. They make you feel like they could tr- you could trust them. They take you from a crappy day to a great day. That's why they're your best friends. Think about the people you don't hang out with or you try to get away from because every time you're around them, they make you feel worse. They, they change your state for the worse. They make you feel anxious. They make you feel angry. They make you feel resentful, whatever that is. Your best friends are the ones that changes your state every time for the better. So imagine if you could start to do that when you're doing business and building relationships because sales and business is just building deep relationships. I know that sounds really corny, but that's the truth. You look at some of the most successful people and they're doing hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Not every person is like this, but the ones that we could really look up to with integrity, I'm sure you could think of one person in your life right now. Why are they so good? Because they know how to build real relationships and care and have integrity. And they know how to change people's states. So they know every time they're around that person, they can feel better. They feel comfortable. They get excited. They're energized. That's what you're trying to do here with this sparks. You're trying to create a spark. You're not trying. You're going to. You are. You're creating a spark between you two so that you can shorten that gap. Remember, the whole goal is to shorten the gap from 
being an interruption to getting their attention. And then from there, it should be smooth sailing. So as we wrap up here, remember, number one, smile. Number two, present. Number three, ask. Number four, referrals. That's my favorite. Referrals, referrals, referrals. Find ways to get creative on getting referrals. That's how you really move forward fast, right? Number five, compliment. And number six, startle. Start creating sparks and the connections that you're making every day, whether it's on the phone, whether it's on social media, whether it's in person or anything in between. And you're going to start to see a lot more success in your business. I look forward to hearing all about it. All right, we're wrapping up here at the end of this podcast, but we are not at the end yet because you know uh, only if you got massive value, not that mediocre value, right? Massive value. Then if you would just go to your favorite podcast app that you're listening to right now, whether it's Apple or Spotify or Google or Samsung, whatever it is, and take 20 to 30 seconds to just leave a review. It would mean so much. People see those reviews. They want to see if they should listen to this podcast. And if you're leaving a quality review, I respect that so much because that person's life can be transformed because they see that. So if you leave a review, that'd be amazing. Screenshot it, send it to me. I'd love to shout you out. But as always, remember, go create your strategic life. I'll see you in the next episode.